Welcome to the Midlife Chaos Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Michelle, a certified life and relationship coach, and I am so excited that you are here. The Midlife Chaos is for all of us facing midlife and wondering, how the heck did I get here? And where the flip am I going? Here we will talk about all the things that chaos brings. No topic is off the table, so join me on this adventure as we navigate the midlife chaos. Hello, hello, my friends. We are a good week and a half into the new year. How are you doing? Are you sticking to some of those New Year's resolutions? Has it been easy? Or are you waiting on some of those resolutions to start? Have you given up because you've had a rough couple of days? Okay, this is the year that we are leveling up. Did you go through that brawn panty drawer and toss out all those ill-fitting bottom-of-the-barrel items? Well, I want us to level up even more. Remember, we are doing more in 24. So I absolutely adore Kat Perkins. She is a singer, songwriter, philanthropist. She runs a music camp in the summer for teens. She's from North Dakota, so she is a localish girl. Um, and I believe she was in the top five of The Voice a few years ago. Anyways, I personally got to work with her when she had come and done a concert in our town, and she was the most down-to-earth artist. She spent time with people that were doing the meet and greet, and actually she met with anyone who was willing to wait in the line, and not just those who had the special pass. I was kind of trying to hurry things along because I understand that time and energy are so important and invaluable to these artists, but she was just happy to visit with people as long as they were wanting to visit. So one of my top pump up jams is Fearless, a song by Kat Perkins. And when I started my girl power playlist, Fearless was the first song added. So here's just a bit of those lyrics. What would you do if you weren't afraid? What crazy chances would you take? It's all right here in front of you. All right here in front of you. There is no love without heartbreak. Holding out for someday, but someday's always late. Counting on that one day, but you don't have to wait. What if you lived your life out loud, not in the silence of your doubt, and know their words can cut so deep, but who the hell cares what they think? What if you let yourself be proud? If you live, live fearless. If you love, love fearless. So here we are sitting in our midlife. Maybe we are ready for a change. Maybe a change is being forced upon us. Maybe we've been raising our kids all these years and are trying to discover who do I want to be when I grow up? Or maybe you or your partner have been laid off. Maybe your aging parents, a health crisis, a divorce, retirement. Maybe you've just won the Powerball. Or maybe it's just the inconvenience of this cold spell this week and not being able to get your home warm enough has got you rethinking how to become a travel agent based out of the Caribbean, or any number of life changes has fallen in your lap. Any reason or circumstance can have you wondering, what is your life purpose? Or one of my favorite questions, okay, now what? A question I like to ask is if you could be or do anything, education and money, meaning the paycheck you could get or if it would cost to start, is not a consideration. What would it be? Go back to when you're playing as a child. What were you doing? With experience that you've had that have led you to where you are today, what would you do? I believe that we tend to dream small. 
We assume roles or can't possibly be or do anything that would bring attention to us because what if we fail? How do I think I could do or be that thing? What qualifies me? So what would you do if you weren't afraid? What crazy chances would you take? Holding out for someday, but someday's always late. Counting on that one day, but you don't have to wait. You actually can do or become whoever and whatever it is that you want, and you don't have to wait for that. So one of the first episodes of this podcast, I spoke of being at a Jennifer Finlayson Fife retreat, and she showed me how to discover my life's purpose. And people have been asking me what those questions are. So here we go. I also want to mention, um, I typically am not in the headspace to do these types of exercises. I'll usually just jot down a few notes, something to maybe remind me to come back to it. And then I typically avoid actually doing the mental work that something like this requires. And I believe it's because I never give myself credit enough of just how truly fabulous I am. I play small. I do worry what others think of me. But to get back to the lyrics of Fearless, what if you lived your life out loud, not in the silence of your doubt? And no, their words can cut so deep, but who the hell cares what they think anyways? Okay, I have that anyways in. (laughs) What if you let yourself be proud? I think this is why I love this song so much. So JFF presented us with five questions. It was actually in our workbook and she introduced the activity and then gave us time to fill it out. And I had gone to this workshop or retreat fully wanting to get the most out of it. So all those assignments or worksheets that were thought provoking and tough, I planned on doing them. And I had to acknowledge my weaknesses in order to fully embrace this experience. So I didn't think it would be possible to come to any conclusion of this assignment specifically, but I was willing to give it a try. I was so surprised at the ease that my answers flowed. I really hope that you come to this activity with an openness to get something out of it. So Jennifer had based those questions off a TED Talk by Adam Leipzig, and you can find his TED Talk on YouTube. Um, It's entitled Discovering Your Life Purpose. Okay, number one, what do you love to do? Do you love to write, cook, design, write code, crunch numbers, talk, teach? If there is a lot of things that come up for you, focus it down to this one question. What is the one thing that right now you feel supremely qualified to teach other people? Number two, whom do you do these things for? Go ahead and picture them in your mind. Number three, what do these people want or need that they come to you? And number four, how do they change or transform as a result of what you offer? What are they getting out of it? And that's it. That's your purpose. Why is this formulation so powerful? Because of all those things that you need to know to know what your life purpose is, only one is about yourself. The other three questions are about them or about other people, who they are, what they want or need, and how they can change as a result. This formulation forces you to be outward facing. Successful people in any field always focus most on the people that they serve than on how they themselves are being served. They know clearly whom they serve, 
what those people need, and how those people have changed as a result. Okay, those questions seem a little too easy, right? So what did this look like for me when I was going through this exercise? Number one, what do you love to do? I personally love to cook. I don't know how or why that became the word that I that stuck out to me, but that I went with it. I like to cook. Whom do you do these things for? Well, I typically cook for, um, at the time, we had our employees over quite a bit, um, either just managers or the whole team would come over and we'd barbecue and grill and that kind of thing. I also like to cook for the youth in our church. Um, for whatever reason, they'll stop by, whether to talk to my husband or myself or visit with our kids and they'd end up being in the kitchen. I'd love to, you know, just be putting something together. It's kind of a nice little buffer um, where they don't feel like they're kind of putting you out. Like if we're just trying to sit in the living room or something, but if we're working in the kitchen together, maybe they're helping. Um, it makes conversation flow. So number three, what do these people want or need that they come to you? I do believe or feel like that um, people like to talk. And when you can kind of have this little distraction of maybe we're cooking some food together or you're helping me set a table while I'm putting together some food, um, it kind of opens up just some random discussions. Um, this is also true like at the end of the night when people kind of hang out while dishes are being done. I kind of have sensed that um, they're wanting that conversation to happen. Um, which is why they either come a little bit early while the food's being prepared or stick around as the cleanup is happening. Um, because then you can have some of those real raw conversations that you probably are not having in with the whole group being there. And then number four, how do they change or transform as a result of what you offer? What do they get out of it? Well, I think they get some undivided attention. They um, maybe are coming to me specifically or my husband or um, whoever, and they're wanting some advice on something, maybe a life decision's coming up, a problem they're dealing with, maybe some coaching is needed. Um, so that's where I see that they maybe get or get something out of it is they're getting that undivided attention to maybe help work through something. So once I started looking at all these questions, um, it kind of has evolved uh, as things do, right? So I just took kind of the first thing that came to mind is I like to cook and look how it evolved into, I really do enjoy gathering people to have raw conversations, real conversations about things that aren't normally talked about. Um, I love, you know, I say all the time, I love talking about sex because I think there's so much shame and taboo around that topic that it's nice to normalize it. And I think um, people, once you kind of start talking about it, it's not this silly thing, but that you can actually have real conversations about, you know, struggles they're having, how it's affecting relationships, things that they're personally working on. Um, it just seems like a safe place. And this would, could also be any of those topics that I talk about with our midlife chaos, right? Talking about finances and, well, how did you guys work through this? Or how do you feel about that? Or what do you know about investing or stocks or you know, those conversations don't just pop up in a crowd, right? But if you have a small group that you make it a safe space and people are a little more willing to talk about, you know, maybe some health issues they're going through, um, some issues maybe with their faith and they are questioning things and want to have a trusted person to ask some questions or bounce ideas off of. Um, so kind of having those smaller groups, intimate settings where you can have conversations, that really is what my passion is. And that's what I, I feel like is my purpose is that 
I do feel like I have the ability to gather people together where we can have those conversations and have just a place where women can feel community. So if I were to be asked, hey, what is it that you do? Then I hope my answer would be I create an environment where women feel a sense of community and feel safe to talk about difficult things. Now, how did I get that from my first question of what do you do? I like to cook, (laughs) but because I was open to what the rest of those questions were and how I see it in my life, that's how I got to that realization of what my purpose in life is. Now, in the TED Talk, as you're watching it, he presents these questions in this, you know, auditorium and his approach was more, okay, you got five seconds, you know, what is it that you like to do? One, two, three, four, five, and we were, you're supposed to shout it out. Who do you do these things for? One, two, three, four, five, shout it out. And so you're kind of taking that first instinct, that first idea that you have, and that's really what is sitting there in you that is what your purpose is. I think sometimes if you're really having to search and dissect and second guess yourself, you're going to second guess all those, you know, that's not very reasonable type of things away that you're not being truly authentic to what those core beliefs or those core thoughts and feelings that you have inside you. Okay, so once you get to the point where you are narrowing it down or you're having some realizations of what it is your purpose in life is, then the next question that Jennifer put on the worksheet was question number five. How would you like to develop this gift further? And I think that's where you come into, you know, really fine tune. If I just took, I like to cook and I like to make fresh salsa when people come by my house, that's not... um, Although it can serve a purpose to people individually, I had to think bigger. And how do I make this a way of life for me? Um, So how would I like to develop this gift further? I looked into um, different opportunities, different ways I could bring them in together, different um, work groups that I'm putting together. I that's how I started looking into the life coach school to get my life coaching certification. So then I took the next next steps of okay, now how do I make this be something that I really do want in my life. Now, I will also throw in a disclaimer because I have had quite a few friends who they have a a passion and they're super good at it. And then they turn it into a business and then now it becomes a chore. And so I think you have to find a balance there um, to where it doesn't just take over. Because now when it's a chore, you don't enjoy doing that thing anymore. You don't look forward to opportunities to do that thing. So if you are ready to take that step, that you are ready to discover your life purpose, I would love to do that with you. I would suggest, first of all, going to YouTube and watching that TED Talk by Adam Leipzig. And then let's chat and we'll figure out how we can help you develop your gifts further. One of my favorite lines in that TED talk, um, he says, happier people make it a point to make other people happy. And I just love that. And I think if we can find what our real purpose is in life or what our specific gifts and talents are, and once we can develop those and really be a service to other people and be more of that outward focused, we will be happier people because it just by the natural law of mankind, when you're happy and you make it a point to make other people happy, it always comes back to you. So as we are doing more in 24 and we are leveling up and we are taking charge of what our life purpose is and how we want to show up for ourselves and for everyone around us. I'm going to take it back to Cat Perkins and her lyrics and Fearless um, because I think it's just perfect. What would you do if you weren't afraid? 
What crazy chances would you take? It's all right here in front of you. What if you lived your life out loud, not in the silence of your doubt? And no, their words can cut so deep, but who the hell cares what they think? What if you let yourself be proud? If you live, live fearless. If you love, love fearless. So head on over to the socials or send me a private message and let me know what you're working on. Let me know what you think your life purpose is and how we can work on it together. I'd love to do this midlife chaos with you. Thank you for listening to the Midlife Chaos. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review. I sure would appreciate that. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a new episode. If you want to see what else we are up to, check out my Instagram at the Midlife Chaos or join our Facebook group, Midlife Chaos VIPs.